0: Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson and Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization,
1: and productivity as a teacher. It is officially 2023, and we love the fresh start that comes with a new year. If you have listened to our podcast for a while, You already know, Bridget and I are not huge fans of New Year's resolutions because they don't last. And the reason they don't last is because most people don't spend the time it takes to build habits around that goal. So in today's episode, we're going to be sharing our personal goals for the year ahead, the things we want to accomplish, and then we're going to kind of take you behind the scenes a little bit as we start to create a plan for actually getting them done. Yeah. But before that,
0: we're going to jump into a TSH from Stephanie. Stephanie says, my TSH is staying attuned, finding one simple system. Did I say that word right? Attuned?
1: Yeah, attuned. So. Okay.
0: All right. That's a new <laughs> word in my vocabulary there, people. With all of the things that need to be organized to help me stay sane, it can get overwhelming. A system for my filing cabinet, a system for my Google Drive, a system for my computer, a system for the subjects. I teach as an elementary teacher and a system for professional notes, HR docs, etc. I just wish that there was a way to simplify all of those systems into one because I don't feel that I can
1: do them all well. Hashtags, spread too thin. Can you help? Thanks. (laughs) You know, it's funny when I first read the hashtag spread too thin, my head read it as spread too thin. And I was like, what does that mean? And then I realized. (laughs) So I feel like there are a few different things at play here. Ultimately, you're never going to have just one system for all the things. That's just not realistic. You have to have separate systems for physical items and materials and digital items and materials. Mm -hmm. But I do think you can kind of make those systems work together in a more efficient way, For example, I know Stephanie mentioned like professional notes or HR docs. Personally, I would just decide okay, am I going to hold on to these physically or am I going to hold on to them digitally? Mm. So if you choose physically, if you get an email, then print it out and put it with the other physical items and delete the email. That way it's not like in both places. Or if you're going to keep it, Digitally, any physical notes need to have a picture taken of them or have them scanned in and store them somewhere within your Google Drive or computer. But all that being said, I don't think the problem is too many systems. I think the problem is maybe trying to learn or change too many systems at once. At the end of the day, I think it's okay to have these different systems, but maybe, Stephanie, you could try altering them or really perfecting them one at a time so that it feels less overwhelming. But Bridget, I'm curious on your thoughts.
0: Yeah. So like as you were talking and as I was trying to kind of think through this um, tsh the thing that i thought of was how we talk about just digital pieces and all the digital systems that we have like we utilize our notes app on our computer for you know the notes that we take for professional development or for lists that we want to keep track of like you know those future things then we have like our google tasks which serves of a very specific purpose our google drive which serves a purpose and i think having kind of going back to what michelle said having a defined system that has a purpose so that way you know where they all go. Now, if you have like professional development items and again, this is what Michelle said, you have it, you know, paper version, you have a different different digital pr- version, it's going to be very overwhelming. So it's almost like you need to identify either the app or the the physical area and say this is where all of X is going to go. And mm-hmm. so that way you always know. It's like having a home. I feel like It's what is what is that one book um, where she talks about, you know, you have to say thank you to the items and then you have to put them where they. um, (laughs) You mean Marie Kondo? Yes. So it's like that's kind of the, the thing that I was thinking of there. But you do. You have to find a home
1: for the specific item so that you always put it back where it needs to go. Yeah. So jumping into today's episode, because I think it does kind of tie into that, First of all, let's jump back to last year. Last January, we dedicated the entire month, essentially, to Atomic Habits, which was a book- We loved it. I still would put it up there with one of my top favorite books of all time. It just really revolutionized my thoughts and my processes. So a recap of those episodes. Episode 106 was titled Habits We Are Building This Year. Episode 107 was titled Tiny Changes That Give You Big Results. And that was our overall book review of Atomic Habits. So if anything, go back and listen to that episode. Then we had episode 108, Why Your Habit Building Is Failing, and that was kind of based on the things we took away from the book. And then finally, 109 was called Habit Building Check-In, and that's where we kind of reevaluated those habits we said we were going Mm -hmm. to establish and did a check-in to see how we were doing and also how we were applying kind of those philosophies and the things that we learned from Atomic Habits.
0: Yeah, absolutely. My favorite book, hands down. Um, but so because of last year was the focus of just habits, um, which were basically those building blocks for how we were going to be able to reach our goals. This year, we wanted to also have a focus, but the focus instead is going to be on achieving those goals. Hashtag mm. results, people. Like, I hope you are <laughs> you have the shirt if you were at one of our live events. Um, so what we're going to do is we are going to be breaking these down into quarters. Um, if you have your digital planner for our store, you can head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store to check those out. But if you have our digital planners, you have quarterly planning pages. So as we kind of talk about some of like our own quarterly goals, um, hopefully you're able to get some inspiration and be able to jot down some of your goals as you're listening to this
1: episode. And then just to give y'all kind of a heads up of what is coming the rest of this month, we are gonna be doing a book review of Getting Things Done by David Allen. This is a book Bridget had previously read, but it had been a while and I Mm -hmm. had never read. So if you have not already gotten that book, buy it, you know, or download on your Kindle, however it is that you get your books, audiobook, whatever. That way you can be ready for this month. And this goes back to the TSH with Stephanie talking about those systems. We're really going to dive into that this month. We each are doing a week in the life episode. Our episodes are a little bit different. I recorded mine as I was reading the book. And so in real time, I kind of share my thoughts and how I'm starting to really apply the ideas from the book. Bridget is doing her week in the life like just after she read the book, so really diving into that application. And then we'll have a full book review at the end of the month. But the reason I'm sharing this now is because there was a part of the book that really resonated with what Bridget and I yes. are doing in this episode, where we're kind of taking those goals and breaking them down into these quarters. Because in the book, David, which I'm just going to call him David. We always do that with First the authors. First name well, okay. here. <laughs> yep. We're besties now. David discusses, like, how do you make the best choice as to which action to take. So, you know, those moments when you have all these things to do and you're like, but I don't know what I yeah. should be doing. I don't know which choice to make. He gives a couple of different models that you can use, but one is called the six level model for reviewing your own work. And he talks about these kind of horizons. So, at the ground level, you have those current actions you're taking. Horizon one, so just above that, would be your current projects. Horizon two would be your areas of focus and accountability. So kind of that, like, I'm a wife and I'm also a business owner. I'm also Mm -hmm. a teacher, et cetera, et cetera. Horizon three would be those one to two year goals. So looking more long-term. Horizon four goes even beyond that. So your long-term visions, kind of that idea that you have for your life. And that brings mm-hmm. us to Horizon 5, which is your general life. So we're going to be kind of looking a little bit further into the future in this episode and, and breaking down yeah. those goals.
0: Yeah. So I almost see us looking at that Horizon 3 piece where we're looking at that one to two year. For us, it's only going to be one. So we have the four quarters that we're going to be breaking down of where do we want to be? How do we want to grow? Um, so what better way to start than it is by looking at the end results? Like where do we want to be by the end of next year? We always talk about when it comes to planning and teaching and planning for your month, you want to say, well, where do I want to be? When you have a very clear vision of where you're going to be, you can help to create a more direct path to that point, right? It helps to kind of zone you into what you want. So we're going to break this down um, into three different parts for each quarter. We're going to break it down for teaching on the double, and then we're going to talk about each of ourselves personally. So where would I want to be and where does Michelle want to be? Um, and then that's going to be kind of the pattern that we're going to look at. So in focusing in on where we want to be by the end of next year for teaching on the double wise, I think one of the things Michelle and I talked about is that we want to offer more workshops. We absolutely loved connecting with you guys during the live event. Now, the live pieces might be a little bit more tricky, but we can still see that there is some form of an element or need where teachers all get together, even if it is online, and we help support each other, model things, walk through things, kind of be that tough love that we often need right there through a screen. And I think that's still really, really valuable. So we hope to be able to offer more of those workshops and. Connect- with all of you. Um, As far as for me, where I would like to be by the end of next year is really working on just developing more within my Bridging Literacy community. Um, And one thing that's not in here, Michelle, that I'm going to throw out there because it's been more of a recent-ish type thing um, is that I really want to start working on developing my nonprofit school. So that's going to be something really big in works uh, for next year. What about you? Well, that sounds lovely. Um, Thanks, lady.
1: (laughs) Personally, I feel like I've gotten to this place since leaving the classroom. It took an adjustment period to get used to that. But for the past year, I have felt very stagnant where I've gotten my systems down. I've gotten a good grasp on things. I'm happy, but I feel like I need or more so want just kind of a new avenue. I need like Something new in my life. Do you ever feel like that, where you're like, I just need a change. (laughs) Shiny object
0: syndrome number one fan over here.
1: (laughs) Yes, and this is typically when I would like cut my hair or just do something random and drastic. But I think one of the ideas that I had was kind of building out my website more as a resource. So when people are looking for technology type uh support resources and whatnot, they could go to my website and go, ooh, Google Docs. And then it would have a whole section on Google Docs. So I think overall by the end of the year, I just want to feel like I've kind of ventured into some new realm. Yeah. And that kind of brings us to well, what is going on right now? <laughs> we have these like looming projects and that's what David calls like Horizon One, your current projects. Yes. So these are the things we are currently working on that need to get done soon. And it's funny because Bridget and I outlined this episode several weeks ago. But then with the holidays, we just we had to wait in order to record it. And at the time for teaching on the double, we said, oh, we need to put out like more freebies, which I still agree with. Yes. But we said, I want to do this like (laughs) monthly planning insert. So we have a monthly planning page in our planner, but we wanted one that was more detailed I guess you could say mm-hmm. we have made zero progress on that zero so, I don't know if that's a looming project it's more like a project to start <laughs> but yeah that's there uh Bridget what about you <laughs> um
0: I love that we put that in there <laughs> and I I wasn't quite registering where you were going with that because I didn't read that line <laughs> I'm like wow yeah we do need to get on top of that um, for me <laughs> It's funny because, like, as you said, with the holidays and everything kind of going on, I feel like there's just been so many little things. I honestly thought that I would be really, really checked off with the book <laughs> by this point. Uh, yeah. So that is definitely still a looming project, project because I still have to go through one more editing I mean, we both do because we both are at that point where it's like I, I have to like check off that piece where it's like I've already checked the pages and I've double checked everything. And now it's like in the hands of the publishers completely. Yeah. So that's kind of one thing that's been on my list. Um, another one is a new merch shop. Um, I don't really do a ton of, of with merch. Like I'm not a very big person into wearing like branded clothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. It's just not my personality. I like just very plain colors. Everything's very basic. Um, but I have found a new one, which I'm really excited about kind of launching. And so that's one of the things that I, I just need to get it checked off and, and do a couple of things and attach. It to my store. It's always figuring out kind of the logistics behind how it how to make it work. So
1: that's yeah. where I'm at. What about you, lady? So right now I'm in the process of planning for this full day PD that I'm doing for a school district. Yep. Which it's funny, Bridget and I we chatted on the phone earlier. I went out for a walk and I was telling her kind of where I was. So I finished the one. And now I'm working on the second one. Nice. So that's good. I'm making progress. But by the time y'all are actually listening to this, I will have already done the PD because it's on January 2nd. But... I'm just finishing up, you know, the slides, the printables that I need to take with me, the freebies that I need to have in a digital folder that I can share with them and all of those little pieces. So, this has been something ongoing for the past few weeks. I'm at the finish line. I just got to, you know, get the rest of the way there. <laughs> You're almost there. You're almost there. You're going to do it, lady. It's 2023, and one of our favorite ways to kick off a new year is looking into the future. Now, thankfully, you don't need a crystal ball to do that. Yeah, because we can't help you with that but
0: we do have digital planners that are perfect for planning ahead and setting goals.
1: Our 2023 digital teacher planners have pages designed to help you plan each quarter, as well as monthly calendars and weekly planning pages that will keep you on track all year long.
0: Head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store to grab your digital planner today so that you can join us in setting goals and
1: getting things done this month, because that is what January is all about. Plus, our planners will help you tackle any projects you have on the horizon, whether it's this month or later this year, and we both have realized how important project planning is for our overall productivity.
0: A digital planner truly is a one-stop shop for all your organizational and productivity needs. So go grab one today at teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store, and let's get back to the episode. Um, so now what we're going to do is we're going to jump into goals for the next three months. So this is going to be our first quarter. We're going to look at January, February, and March. So for teaching on the double, uh, one of the things that we really wanted to do is look at just new inserts and possibly new stickers. So we recently launched, I want to say, was that November when we launched the unit planning and the lesson planning inserts? Sure, it might've been October.
1: It's all a Was blur it October at this point? I can't really I remember no idea. where
0: it fell in those months. Either way, we launched that in the fall of this year. And so what we would really like to do, or this previous year, because when you guys are listening to it, it's 23. Um, we wanna continue adding more inserts. And what this does is it really allows you to customize your planner even more because we all have things that are just ever so slightly different. And having the ability to be able to find inserts where one, it's cutting down on time that you don't have to make things. Two, you can find things that are really gonna work for you in your classroom and just help you be more productive, I think is just number one on our list. Um, And I love using our lesson planning inserts. That is one of the things that I have used quite a bit, especially with my small groups. And it has been a complete game changer for me feeling like I've been prepared. So we want to continue looking at just some different options that we can offer out. And if you guys have any that you're like, Ooh, I would really love this option. Be sure to hit us up on our email. You know, just send an email, go and DM us, whichever one on Instagram. We would love to know your thoughts on that. Um, And then also stickers because who doesn't love stickers? They just make my heart happy. And I feel like anytime that can bring a little bit of joy into your planning process is just that much better. Um, For me personally, The next three months are going to be really focused on my book launch and then also relaunching my Bridging Literacy community. I think that's going to be more of a heavy like January piece there for my February, March. I think it's going to be a little bit more laid back, really focusing in on the new community members and getting them really Sm- like into like a smooth usage for the community for those first um, two months that they're with us so that's kind of basically where I'm at I, I feel like a lot of this is going to be about the book
1: <laughs> but yeah I mean I'm in the exact same boat I know. when I look at my goals for the next three months it's mostly book launch related which yeah I I think Bridge and I are like 99% sure that our books are going to publish on the exact same day Isn't which that is freaking just cute adorable I think right now we're looking at May 2nd is what it says although I feel like those you know they always shift around but a lot of the work we're doing for the book launch is falling in this first quarter because we have to figure out like what do we want to offer people that pre-order our book because both of our books are now available for pre-order Amazon Barnes and Noble Mm -hmm. and we want to be able to incentivize people like hey you pre-ordered it we want to give you some things for free So we're figuring all that out, both of us. And then the other piece on my end is also PD. This is just the time of year where a lot of of schools and districts are booking PD. So I have that one I told you about in January. I have a few virtual ones. And then I'm traveling again in March for a big conference. So it's a lot of time dedicated to developing the PDs and whatnot. Um, Yeah. So then looking at goals for the next six months, which really focusing on quarter two, so that would be April May and June.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: for teaching on the double. <laughs> we we've talked about this oh, and man. we're gonna make it happen. Are we putting we, it out there in the universe officially? <laughs> we are. We will probably regret it, but we I know. are. <laughs> merch launch. So, Bridge and I have said that we want to do more with merch for Teaching on the Double. I think it was a little bit of an eye opener for both of us at the live event. All of our stuff sold out, and all of it. we were not expecting that. <laughs> All of it. We did not realize that there was actually a desire to wear our shirts and whatnot. So we want to do another merch launch. I currently have all of the stickers here with me. Yes. My mistake, though, was putting them in a drawer because out of sight, out of mind. I know. And I've kind of forgotten about them. But we need to put in a little bit of time to really get that off the ground and be able to offer more merch because... it's cool
0: seeing people wear our it stuff, is. you know it's so cool and you know what's so interesting is I said earlier about how I didn't love like wearing like logoed stuff but I, mm-hmm. I guess it feels a little bit different when it's mine yeah <laughs> because like I agree. the teaching and the double shirt the sweatshirt that you got for both of us for one Christmas you know which one I'm talking about uh, I love yeah. that thing it is my favorite thing to wear. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wear it all the time. Um, so yeah, we're officially putting out that merch
1: merch launch. Whew. And yes. you know what's funny? Because you mentioned, you know, not really wearing a lot of branded stuff, and I'm the same way, but there is something different when it's yours or someone or something you really care about. You know what That's happened? True. I was actually wearing our teaching on the double hat when Billy and I were in. Hawaii and at one point we were going up to the summit of this like mountain volcano area and you had to go through and like pay to since it's like a national park or whatever. Yeah. And the lady taking the money, she was so delightful, bless her heart. And because it was cold and she was just having a good old time in that little booth by herself. But she asked me, she's like, Oh, what's that like logo on your hat yeah. for? And so it was cool just to like quickly try to summarize like what it was that we do and I love opportunities like that where someone sees a brand or sees a logo and they're like, oh, hey, what is that? And you get to like get all excited and tell them about it. (laughs) So true. So true. Uh,
0: Okay, so for quarter two, for me, I think one thing is just, again, it's going to be that book release because it's going to be in May. Um, So really pushing as much as possible. And guys, I do have to say, like, Michelle and I didn't really understand how important a pre launch, like a pre selling the book, is. It mm-hmm. is super important. Like really really important. And so we I am going to put some links down in our show notes. <laughs> so please go and support us and push our book out there. It really really does help us. Um especially when we've spent so much time devoting our ourselves to these books. They are literally our babies. But <laughs> we are we're going to be ta- I'm I'm going to be focusing on that book release, um really pushing that for the month of May going into June um and then i'm going to start looking at setting up the nonprofit organization and so i've already done some research michelle has because you guys listened to our episode of our christmas um i guess we called it what do we call it a santa exchange? secret santa secret yeah santa exchange <laughs> as though it's not really secret um But she bought me a book, so I would like to be able to read that book somewhere during that time to really focus on getting that set up and just sending in all the application and things like that. And then I would like to start streamlining some of my products a little bit more. I feel like everything's just kind of scattered because I have like kindergarten stuff, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade items. So getting that a little bit more streamlined would be helpful. And so having that during the summer is the best time. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat around that time. It's going to be a lot of like book release related Mm -hmm. things. And with that literally all I wrote was new teacher mentorship slash support question mark, because I don't know what that's going to look like. But since my book is geared toward new teachers, even though I have had peer reviewers read the book and say it's beneficial for all teachers, I really want to hone in on supporting new teachers or teachers that are shifting grade levels, whatever it is, that's kind of causing that need for support. and. I know I want to do like a book club over the summer, which would be open to anyone that wants to participate. But kind of planning for that and figuring out what other resources or mentorship type programs. I'm not sure what it's going to look like, but figuring all of that out will take place during that time.
0: <laughs> yeah, the idea here is that we don't really know like how we're going to go about doing it. All we know is like this is what we want to do, right? These are the goals. This is kind of where we want to be by this point. So, yeah. keep that in mind that even as you're planning out some of your quarters, this is just kind of what's going to happen <laughs> eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. We just don't know how it's going we're going to make it happen. Okay am I on the next one? Am I doing the next one? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So now we're going to be going into goals for the quarter three. Um, And this is going to be July, August, and September. So for Teaching on the Double, we're going to be offering a new workshop. And so we mentioned how our big goal for Teaching on the Double is to be able to support teachers more often. And so what we found was during our live event in July of 22, um, there was a huge need for just helping walk teachers through, giving mm-hmm. them the opportunity to sit and think, modeling the process, but giving them that time and space to be able to, pro- like, process all of the things going on in their heads, um, but also ask questions. So the workshop model that we want to offer is basically to do that, but virtually, because we also had a lot of people reaching out to us saying, hey, I don't live in that area. When are you going to come to our area? And so this was kind of our happy middle ground. And so we would love to be able to set up systems and set up some of those processes that you're going to be needing for the upcoming school year. And that's what we would like to offer during um, quarter three. So that's what we're going to focus there. For me, um, one of the things that I would love to do is to launch kind of a live professional development slash like workshop type thing for the bridging literacy um, workshop, and this is going to be mainly for the book promotion. And what this is going to do is help you get you help get you set up. For your literacy workshop and it's going to take you through, hey, how can we look at the time? How can we look at those components? How can we create those structures that we need to have in order for you to feel very, very successful?
1: Um, so that's what I'm going to do during quarter three. What about you, Michelle? So I mentioned that my overarching goal for the year is to kind of have a new project or a new avenue. And one idea for that was kind of building out my website to be more of a yes. resource So if that is the avenue that I end up going down, because who knows, that could change. I would like to dedicate quarter three to really building up my website during that time. If I pivot and go another direction or have another idea, I will dedicate quarter three to that. You know, loosey-goosey, I'm trying to embrace being flexible. Billy makes fun of me because... He's like, you always want everything planned out. And I'm like, you do. Yes. (laughs) You really (laughs) do. I about myself.
0: (laughs) I would love to see what would happen if you were just having to like, you know, be like, let's go here. Let's do this.
1: Like, well, Well, how would you deal with that? (laughs) Can I just say. Billy and I kind of did that during our trip to Hawaii. Uh-huh. He said going into it, and this was really a trip for him to be able to relax right. post election. He was like, "I don't want a schedule. He's like, I want to be able to just figure it out each day." And that's what we did, and it worked out fine. I will say, the night before each day, I was like, "Yes, okay, but are. what are we doing tomorrow?" <laughs> I just needed, I needed a, a mental scope. She of likes the day, to have a plan. I do. You're a I like plans. But you but know what? I'm working ha- on it.
0: I am very proud of you for that. I really am. Uh, but I do really like this idea of you creating your website into more of that resource base. Um yeah. because I I guess again, this is just my point of view, my perspective. Like I do like social media. Don't get me wrong. I get lost in the social media hole, But I feel like when I really want information, when I want like to learn something, yeah. I really go to those websites. And I think that's yep. it just takes it to a whole nother level. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yep. I think that's I agree. Be great. I agree. You kind of need like a place where you can just go and and get ideas and you know, Mm -hmm. will be reliable for providing that information. Yeah, So we'll see. But then looking finally at quarter four, which would be October, November, December Mm -hmm. for teaching on the double kind of to support that whole like workshop model that we talked about for quarter three, where we're walking teachers through it. We know that not everyone has time to sit through like a long workshop or maybe they want to be able to do those things on their own time. We want to develop these like quick, courses. So for example, and this is Bridget and I haven't discussed what exactly these will look like, but just an idea that comes to mind. Maybe you are someone that really struggles with keeping a zero inbox. That's something Bridget and I preach a lot, like not having any email sitting in your inbox. We could have a quick course that would walk you through like getting your inbox organized and then how to kind of maintain that over time. So it could be something that you could sit down and you're like, hey, I've got time this afternoon. I want to tackle this. You watch the course, you do it in that moment, you maybe come back and revisit it, but just something that teachers could be able to pinpoint specific areas where they need support and have like just kind of quick walkthroughs or tips and tricks in that area. Yeah.
0: And this is think of this as like a YouTube video, but on steroids, right? Like it's going to have all the supporting materials with it. It's going to have everything that you need to make sure that you are set up for success, right? That's going to be kind of that goal for that. Um, So yeah, for me, I am going to start looking at creating a business plan during quarter four. Ooh. for opening. <laughs> I know. It always sounds so fancy and they're very intimidating. I'm not going to lie. But I, I say business plan, but it's gonna, the business plan is going to be something I work on over the summer, but it's going to be more of a dedicated time for me to do it and really look at creating like the handbook. So it's like a business mm-hmm. plan slash the handbook for what is it that I want the school to be able to achieve. So that way I can start marketing it at the beginning of the 2024 year. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to, that's going to be my focus there. And then hopefully actually be able to enjoy the holidays without having, you know, to write a book (laughs) or anything like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Um, (laughs) I will say this past, you know, holiday for the, one of the first times I felt like I didn't have that much going on and it was just such a different experience. Like Mm -hmm. I truly, I I think everyone should try to strive for that because yeah. it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so personally, looking at that last quarter of the year, I want to start offering maybe some like live trainings for technology. Obviously, I do a lot of technology-related videos on YouTube, which are great. And I love that people can pause them and change the playback speed. But I think it would be helpful to do them in real time with teachers because then they can ask questions mm-hmm. and get the answers to those questions right away. And then I put this on to quarter four, but really it's more of like an ongoing goal throughout the year. I just want to read more books in 2023. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've not been reading as much as I would like to. And every time I read a book, for example, when I just read Getting Things Done, I tell myself, ooh, like I really like how I feel when I finish the book and I have these new ideas. I need to do that more often. So I might try to Join one of those like there's like websites and apps and things where you set a goal of how many books you've read and like it'll kind of track it, right? Can't you okay. share your
0: your list with like Goodreads or something like that? I, think,
1: I so. think so, but I I know there are ones and maybe Goodreads does this. I haven't looked into it enough where it'll tell you if like you're on track or if you've kind of oh. gotten off track. And I feel like I need that accountability through the year, but that's just kind of an overarching goal. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. It's you know. I think we all need that motivation at the beginning of the year to establish these goals, even if they seem crazy at the time. But hopefully us talking through this process gives you a better idea of how to do that and how to look more long term. Because I think that is something a lot of us struggle with. For sure. So if you did enjoy this episode, head over to our website. You can find more episodes just like this. You can submit your own time-sucking hurdle to possibly be featured in a future episode. You can grab our digital planners, which are currently available for the 2023 calendar year at teacheronthedouble.com slash store. If you are enjoying the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. That way you're notified whenever we drop our new episodes every Thursday morning. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love for you to leave us a review. We read every single one of them and they truly do bring us so much joy and they help us get into the ears of so many more teachers. Until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.